Hi, this is Brad Redderson, and welcome to Stranova, a bi-weekly audio business program exploring the intersection of cutting-edge business strategy and the innovations that can ignite business growth. As an entrepreneur with over 30 years experience leading high-tech organizations, I've constantly sought out new ideas that could take business to an entirely new level of performance. For Stranova, I've invited some of the most innovative business leaders out there and asked them to share their ideas with you. So sit back, listen, and consider what some of these new thoughts might mean to your business as we begin this week's episode of Stranova. All of you listening out there are, I'm certain, interested in becoming better leaders. Even more so, you want to learn from the masters in the business world, some of which you do by reading biographies, autobiographies, or how-to perspectives illustrating how some of the most successful have succeeded and continue to excel in their profession. Those of you listening to these podcasts, for example, are exploring this in a similar manner, listening to conversations with strategic innovators in our in-depth Stranova Strategic Edge mini-cast about the latest strategic business trends, also with an ear to triggering your own reflections. However introspective you are, however, and even if, as we hope here at Stranova, you talk about what you've heard or read with others, you'd really like to learn in person from those masters. If you play golf or soccer with some commitment, for example, you'd probably add another mortgage on the house in an instant if Tiger Woods for golf or David Beckham for soccer were able to spend a Saturday afternoon with you to give you a few pointers. But the question is, how can you arrange this kind of experience with business leaders? True, there are many symposia with people like Bill Gates of Microsoft or the former CEO of IBM, Lou Gerstner, might speak, but even that is a can talk delivered at a distance and without the involved interaction that is a key to learning. This week's guest, Craig Neal, founder and co-leader with his wife Patricia of the Heartland Circle, has developed a possible answer for you to consider. With the objective of changing the world one leader at a time, as Mr. Neal has said many times, he has constructed a multi-layered approach to getting leaders from many walks of life connected with others interested in growing themselves as even better leaders. The first such way they did this was the creation in 1998 of Heartland's Thought Leader Gatherings, an unusual event where now, every month, alternating between the Minneapolis-St. Paul area and the San Francisco Bay Area, business executives and external resource professionals for business get together for a half day. In those sessions, invited leaders kick off the meetings with a short conversation starter and, through interaction with all attendees, as well as in small breakout groups, give all participants a chance both to interact with what they've heard, as well as to plant some deeper seeds of thought and potential leadership change from what they've heard. Past leaders have included visionary thinkers Meg Wheatley, Eric and Nina Utney, founders of the Utney Reader, Chip Conley, founder and CEO of Joie de Vivre Hospitality, the largest independent hotelier in Northern California, and Michael Ray, Stanford University professor in business and creativity. Beyond that, Craig and Patricia Neal's Heartland Circle has also expanded into regular online live teleconversations with leaders and other special events. But rather than have me tell you all about them, I'm very pleased to have Craig Neal himself here to share his vision for this, how it works, and how you could connect with one or more of Heartland's many offerings. Craig, welcome to Stranova. Thanks. It's great to be here, Brad. Wonderful. 
Well, as a very logical first question for our listeners, could you tell us a little bit about Heartland, what it is, a little bit about how it operates, and some of the offerings of Heartland? I started Heartland back in 1996. I had left being the publisher of then Utney Reader, now Utney Magazine, with a vision. And the vision was that business and organizational life are the conduit and delivery system through which a global renaissance would occur. I now say is occurring, present tense. And so we began Heartland with that vision. And the offering was based on offering programs and resources for leaders to navigate change in their lives and in their organizations. So the combination of who you are, the personal journey, personal development, and what you do, how you roll that out as a leader inside your organization. So that's basically who we were aiming at. We were aiming at leaders. And we defined leaders as anyone who passionately shows up to be of service in these times, meaning service to their organization, to the world, to their community, to their family. Anyone who wants to really step forward is a leader in our estimation. And so we first started doing a workshop, and then we produced a series of conferences called The Inner Life of Business. And these were back in the mid-90s. So this was 1996. And the conferences were pretty early on where we put together vision, values, spirituality, emerging socially responsible principles, investing together with business. And at that time, not many people were talking about it. And so these were pretty popular conferences here in the Midwest and in California. We also did a workshop called Integrating the Creative Body, Mind, and Spirit in Work. And we did that. And then we consulted with several large corporations here in the Midwest and in California as well. We then, in 1998, launched what has become our signature program called the Thought Leader Gatherings. And the Thought Leader Gatherings, briefly, is a community of engagement for leaders. Every month, we bring together leaders in two areas, here in the Twin Cities of Minnesota and the Bay Area of California, in person, up to 50 leaders, to engage in the essential dialogue. We call it essential conversation about what is and explore the nature of what are they navigating in their lives and in their organizations. Once again, that nexus between who we are, what we do, and how we transform our lives and that of our organizations. And so what we've evolved to as our current vision for Heartland is that we connect leaders who are changing the world through vision and action. So the Thought Leader Gatherings is one offering. The next that came out of the Thought Leader Gatherings, and by the way, we've been doing Thought Leader Gatherings now for nine years here in Minnesota and in the Bay Area. We've produced, or as we say, convened, 
over 130 sessions for 1,500 leaders from over 700 organizations over that time. So we've been at it for a while, and it's been just a real privilege to do that. Out of it came a, a training program that I'm doing called The Art of Convening. It's a teletraining. And it came out of people saying at the thought leader gatherings, well, how do you do this? How do you create this incredible conversation among leaders? I'd like to learn how to do that and bring it into our organization. So we created the art of convening teletraining. And then last year, we started the advanced group. So we've done 23 of those groups and about 250 people. And then last year, we, out of people writing in and hearing about us, saying, you know, I'm not in the Bay Area or I'm not in Minnesota, but I'd really like to be involved in what you're doing and learn more. We created the Heartland Members Circle, which is a global virtual community, an affiliation, a community of people on a global level that come together over the internet, over the phone, using technology to bring us together to, once again, to dialogue around the compelling issues that face us in our life and work. So those are the programs. We have lots of other things that we're doing that connect people. So we're connectors is what we are. As you talk about some of this, the nature of the people that you are intending to attract, is this typically people that are involved in some sort of business venture, or is it within corporations? What's kind of the mix of people that are your attendees is probably the wrong term, but the active parts of Heartland? Well, we have different levels. You know, ultimately, we're creating a global community that's got entry points online, in person, over the phone. So we're using a multimedia approach. The people, I would say, are seekers looking to make a difference in their lives in the world by bringing their vision into action. Whether they be corporate leaders, we've had people from, many people from Fortune 100 companies, from Silicon Valley. You know, we started the thought leader gathering in the Silicon Valley out there, and so a number of leaders from various organizations in the Silicon Valley and the Bay Area, to church leaders, government leaders, community leaders, people from all walks of life, consultants, independents, coaches, trainers. So it's not just one area. However, what we talk about is the nature of, once again, the connection between one's personal growth and journey. You know, how you're evolving and blossoming as a human being and how you bring that to your work, how you bring that to the community, how you bring it to the world and bring your vision to action. So it's more about leadership. I would say over the years, the business community has been around 50% of our members, our customers, and people that have taken part in our now, for the purposes of our listeners, one of the things that would probably be helpful is to have them understand a little bit about the nature of your guests at both the Thought Leaders Program as well as the the vision holders, as you describe them, that often appear both there as well as in your teleconferences. Can you give maybe some examples of some of the 
speakers, some of the types of topics and all that? Well, as I mentioned, with the thought leader gathering since 1998, every session is kicked off by a conversation starter. And by the very nature of the term, it's someone that we feel has something important to say. It might be an author. It might be an area leader. It might be a CEO, somebody that we feel has an important message to convey. So for example, over the years, there have been people like Meg Wheatley, Peter Block, the CEO of Deluxe Check, the largest check manufacturer. Richard Barrett, who was the transportation director at the World Bank and is now one of the leading values consultants in the world, will be a conversation starter. They start each one of our thought leader gatherings. Those are the face-to-face -face meetings we have in the Bay Area and in Minnesota. We also have a program called the Vision Holder Interviews, not unlike what you're doing here with Stranova, in which I interview every two weeks. I interview one of the vision holders, like a conversation starter, somebody that we feel has something important to say. And we've interviewed people like David Batstone from Right Reality, who wrote the book, uh, Bringing Your Soul to Work. Nina Utney, the chair, editor, and publisher of Utney Magazine. Tom Gigax, who is the former president, founder of one of the largest tire retailers in the country that also has a book called Winning in the Game of Life, Self-Coaching Secrets for Success. David Wagner, the founder of Jute Salon Spas, a national chain of environmentally friendly hair salons and spas, an offshoot of the Aveda Corporation. Vivian Wright, a former director and internal consultant at Hewlett Packard. So a wide variety of folks that have been our vision holders and have been our conversation starters. So what we're doing is we're showcasing, in a way, through our vision holder interviews. And these are one-hour calls that we sponsor to our members for the Heartland Members Circle, the Thought Leader Gatherings, for this community, so they can call in on a line, not unlike I'm doing right now, and have these essential conversations with vision holders. So bringing people from all over the world to have these conversations. We have a very unique design to them in that I interview the vision holder, and then we open it up to the community. So there may be 100 people on the call. People will offer their reflections and their insights, ask questions, and then there's a 10-minute close for the vision holder to respond to those comments and questions. This is definitely a way to reach out, well, wherever there is access to the phone number, I guess, that you would dial into, too. And it's still focusing on the idea that as much as you may hear about the issues of personal growth and personal development, this is about leadership. And it's definitely about, you know, leadership from a holistic standpoint of as a whole person. Absolutely. It is about creating opportunities for leaders to really... I mean, a lot of leaders in, in, in our culture right now are really, and I don't mean just in business, but in 
all walks of life are really looking for models of courageous behavior because what we found over time is that people really want to integrate their highest principles, their highest values, they see for themselves with what they're doing in the world, how they're managing, how they're bringing their personal values and principles into action in their life in as being a leader. So that's why we, when I say showcase, people that have really done it or people that are trying. So people like themselves. We don't hold out the vision holders to the conversation starters as different. For example, Richard Leiter, who's a, a, a great friend and one of the preeminent coaches in the country today, has written a number of books on purpose and is now working with, almost exclusively, with men, leaders, to bring forth the eldering nature of what it means to be an elder in the society. And so he's really focusing a lot of his work right now in working with men at that second half of their life and making the major changes that they need to be doing. And he's working with leaders in larger companies and smaller companies. I mentioned Peter Block earlier is also as a major consultant, one of the top consultants in the country. You know, his book, The Answer to How is Yes, Acting on What Matters, has been, we've been working with Peter now for about 10 years. And, you know, his message is really having the conversations that matter. And that's what we're about at Heartland. It's really about creating what I call essential conversations. And we work with principles. So all of what we do is imbued with basic principles that revolve around having essential conversations. Because that's what we think is really going to be of best use and to help transform our organizations and ultimately the world. And that's our goal, is world transformation. I remember some years ago you used the phrase in describing what your goals were here, transforming the world, in particular of business, at least that was at the time the way that you were talking to me about it, but transforming the world of business one leader at a time. Exactly. Well, that's what it's all about. Because organizational transformation is about personal transformation. Organizations do not change or transform. People do. And so if we support the individual, if we support them in their lives as a whole person, then we are supporting ultimately the change and transformation of our organizations and our institutions. And ultimately, we begin to transform the world, which is really what we're all about here. That's what we're doing. And to some extent, not meaning to put words exactly in your mouth here, but part of it is about being conscious about what you're doing as a whole person and even the whole concept of conversations is an involved conscious opportunity for change. I remember actually hearing this is related to a radio program that I've heard before, and I'll just keep names out of it in a moment, but they make a comment about how not every conversation necessarily is a meaningful one, but everyone has the opportunity to be a meaningful one. And you basically provide the framework and the opportunity for not just 
hearing the thought leaders say, for example, talk, but engaging conversation person to person on the issues that are brought out there. That's right. And that's why we call it multiple points of interaction, multiple points of engagement. So we have face-to-face -face with the thought leader gatherings. We have the training program so that we can give people tools and, and practices for how to lead successful meetings. You know, a lot of people come to the art of convening, which is really about how do we gather and hold people? How do we create group experiences, whether they be meetings in business or communities? How do we create the environment in which we can really optimize, really optimize the true potential of that group? That's what we do in the thought leader gatherings. Once again, how do we create the opportunities for essential conversations that will ultimately change the nature of the conversation and therefore the dialogue on the planet? So with the art of convening, for example, what we do is give the tools and practices for people to really transform their meetings. Because, you know, you can pretty much tell what an organization is like by sitting for five minutes in any meeting, right? You can see if they're top-down, if they're flat, what the culture looks like, whether people are afraid, whether they're open, you know, all sorts of things. The meeting is the common denominator. It's where the cultural expression is for that organization. Well, that's where we feel we can make a significant contribution. Well, that's a very good point. Even if you can transform the nature of what happens in the internal conversations within a company, I'd wager that most of our listeners here have a lot of experiences of just day-to-day -day life in their business, which are not exactly essential conversations. They're more about dictating or directing or getting data on a table, but it's not necessarily an involved conversation. Exactly. So how can we... And, and we don't have a particular method on where you want to go, but you know some of the key principles are you want to engage people, right? You want to engage so you get buy-in, so you can get people's hearts and souls moving in a direction that makes sense, that optimizes the possibilities and the potential of that particular meeting and what the outcome should be. So it's a very common sense. So how do we do that? Well, how many people are there now participating in Heartland actively at this point in time? Actually, we have a database right now of about 8,000. We have various blogs. So for the thought leader gatherings, we have 100 members that pay to be a part of, to come once every two months to a thought leader gathering, in one in the Bay Area, one in Minnesota. So every month we're producing a thought leader gathering. We have about 100 either corporate or individual members. And then it's open to guests. That group has a blog, also has a newsletter for each one. And we have perhaps a network of past participants of perhaps three, 4,000 within that group, within that community. The Heartland Members Circle has about 400 members globally right now. We just started it. It's less than a year old. 
And that has another couple of thousand people that are on in the network. That has a blog as well that has a website presence. We have a variety of benefits like the vision holder teleconversations, the interviews that I was talking about earlier. Each person gets a profile page. So it's kind of like a mini web page for each member so that they can stay in touch. We have a want ads board. We have a very active online community to keep people because, you know, they're all over the world. So that's that community. And then the art of convening, as I said, we've graduated over 200 people in the art of convening one. And we have two groups in the advanced group that will now be training to do the art of convening one. So I'm training people to not only go back into their organizations, but to be able to deliver the art of convening. So our goal over the next 10 years, and we have a what we call our vision story for the next 10 years, is really to connect leaders who are changing the world through vision and action by passionately contributing to global transformation and a sustainable planet for everyone by the year 2015. So that's really what we're working toward, is a sustainable planet for the vast majority of the people by, you know, in the next nine years, actually, since we developed that plan last year. Should be a busy nine years then, I think, to go ahead and change all that over. You know, as we get near the close here, a couple of questions. One of them was about a way that our listeners could get involved with the great work that you are doing. Can you suggest how they might get in touch, what types of things, especially for those that are not in your key community areas, could get involved, as well as, I think, telling them about specifics of the thought leaders may be helpful as well, too. Uh, first thing is heartlandcircle.com, www.heartlandcircle.com. Everything is there. You can navigate your way through all of our programs, thought leader gatherings, art of convening trainings, Heartland Member Circle, the Vision Holder programs. It's all right there on our home page. You can get involved through the thought leader gatherings if you live in California or Minnesota or you travel. Back and we have a lot of people that travel to both places and come on a regular basis. Like I said, once a month we have a gathering in one of those two places. They're always on a Friday morning and it's a half day. It's a wonderful opportunity for people to engage with like-minded people, kindred spirits, about the compelling issues that are facing you in your life and work. We always have a a very provocative conversation starter or vision holder to kick things off, and it's a great community. So in the Bay Area, we alternate between the Presidio in San Francisco as a location to meet or Menlo Park, Quadra Center in the Silicon Valley. Here in Minnesota, we're always in Minneapolis-St. Paul. And we choose a beautiful location to meet. It's a great morning. Breakfast is included. And so I invite the listeners out there, if you're interested, to go to www.heartlandcircle.com. If you're interested in participating in the teletraining, 
go to the website, click on to the Art of Convening. There's a lot there. You could also reach me you know, by giving me a call. I'm always available to talk to anybody at 952-925-5995. Well, Craig, thank you very much for joining us on Sternova this week. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it, Brad. In the midst of talking about the vision of Heartland, one of the many things I want to call your attention to as we close is the inherent strategic innovation behind it. With the clear aim of developing a next generation of leaders from business and beyond, Craig and Patricia Neal have crafted an extremely unique combination of tools and experiences to enable its member community. It allows for regular face-to-face interaction with some of the best leaders out there in its thought leader gatherings, held in two of the most innovative regions of the United States, the Minneapolis-St. Paul area in the Midwest and the San Francisco Bay Area. It offers interactive online discussions with an even broader range of leaders through its art of convening teleconversations. It provides a means for its member community to gain further exposure and interaction for their own development as part of its Heartland member circle of tools, including hosting of special homepage descriptions and other interactive experiences. And through critical business alliances with organizations such as Spirit in Business, the Collective Wisdom Initiative, and the World Business Academy, it provides even further depth and breadth of other connections to expand the learning opportunities for its community. The end result is an important and dynamically growing business with a very different model, but aims many of us share. We at Stranova hope you can learn both from the innovative business model and leadership concepts Mr. Neal has personally demonstrated, as well as by trying out the Heartland Circle experience of live interactive learning with other leaders for an even more integrated personal and professional development experience. That's our reflection for this week, and thanks for listening. If you'd like more information about any of the topics in this week's show, please visit our website at www.stranova.com. And be sure to look at the current programs and resources pages for some interesting insights on our speakers and recommended links to related reference materials. If you have any comments on our show or suggestions for people to invite for future shows, please do contact us at ideas at stranova.com or leave us a short voice message on our Stranova comment line at area code 408-849-4394 or via Skype by a click from our homepage. This recording is copyright 2006 by Brad Redderson. And this is Brad Redderson thanking you for listening and looking forward to talking with you next time on Stranova. Uh, 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 uh,